0: free order line is 800-592-9543. I say again, 800-592-9543. Thank you. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the Truth, truth, truth.
1: with you. Wow. What a week. What a crazy week. Lots to get into. Happy that you are here with us tonight. I'm your host Doug Owen. I am the senior editor of blacklistednews.com. That's my website where we derive most of the show from. Getting the streams going, getting everything late to the game a little bit here on the show. Happy to uh, have the diligent Ken, producing the show. You can call him 800-313-9443. And if he feels like it, he will put you up and on air. So where do we start? We start at blacklistedradio.com. That's the website dedicated to this show. We have an interactive chat room that I'm going to. we have been traveling all day long, so it's, uh, it's been trying. been following the news remotely from the Texas Gulf Coast. Looking at what's happening, of course, there is a lot of focus on the uh, – depends on what you want to call them. Depends on who you are, the illegal immigrants, the invaders, the migrants, the innocent women and children, the refugees that have made their way to Tijuana. They are in camps, and uh, last I saw just a few minutes ago, there are – uh, there are uh, issues. They're using tear gas and rubber bullets against these people trying to force their way into the United States. So that's going to be a hot-button issue. We'll talk about it a bit. I think some of you may want to comment on your opinions, and you can do that, 800 Some of the other things in the basket of topics to talk about tonight include, well, you uh, Assange, the persecution of Julian Assange, we should talk about it. The mainstream media now a lot of people are worried about Jim Acosta. Uh, he is one of the talking heads, far from a journalist, quite honestly I mean he may you know i don't know who, I, I I don't know if we did a podcast and I really commented much on the row between Donald Trump and jim Acosta uh there's been You know, tens of thousands, if not millions, of hours of people all over the internet and the media commentating on their opinions. But when you look at the disparity between Jim Acosta and what he produces for the CNN News Network compared to the just epic revelations that came from Julian Assange. You would think that the mainstream media, and they should be, on the side of Julian Assange, and uh, this commentator right here, yours truly, Doug Owen, uh, finds a lot more value in what he has produced, and uh, last week we had, I guess, a leaked intercept. Um, The Ecuadorians are trying to abandon Julian Assange. Of course, there's a new regime in Ecuador, and... They're getting a lot of international and primarily U.S. pressure to prosecute Julian Assange, not for Vault 7, not for the latest WikiLeaks, maybe not even for the alleged soft rape. Is that a thing? (laughs) The confusing uh, um, sexual uh, indiscretions of Julian Assange, and I don't diminish that – I don't like to diminish anything as far as – you know, I, I don't know what happened between them, and I don't want to just write off that uh, that may have happened. But when you look at the copious amounts of evidence that prove that regardless of any of that, the uh, intelligence agencies of the U.S., Britain, and Israel, uh, they want Julian Assange. And it's a little what Trump calls an asshole country. Ecuador has uh, slowed down this process, of course. Under Obama, uh, we had an epic amount of prosecutions of whistleblowers. They, um, you know, as much as a lot of people believe that he was super progressive, in that uh, he led the way. And Trump has only um, continued the work that he did. Um, you have the California wildfire that killed at least eighty-five people now being fully contained. That's a good thing, and. We'll talk about China's social credit blacklist. This is something that's coming right here to the United States of America. The dystopian uh, future that that uh, the, the uh, somewhat, not really, but I would say free people of China are going to have to undergo is just a trial run. It's just a mock-up for what the Department of Homeland Security is going to be doing here in this country. So um, let's get into it. China's social credit blacklist keeps millions from booking flights, even keeping pets. seems a little uh, <laughs> extreme. In China, Big Brother is not only watching, he is trying to make your life miserable if you buck him. If the authorities in China decide that you are outside of the norm or untrustworthy to the new social credit worth uh, the new social credit system, rather will make it impossible for you to book a plane, or train, get into certain schools, or even to own pets. I guess in China you need a. <laughs> I was just thinking about all the people that eat pets in China, but that's another issue. Um, but the 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 amount of state control is more than evident. Who knows what else? the The idea is to essentially bankrupt. Uh, those who move even slightly against the normative and officially approved grain. So the social credit system. Are you trustworthy? Okay, have you been saying nice things about the premier? Are you are you in line with the government? If not, you get it's it's like a credit reading for the the people under their government. This is, you know, the machina. This is the realized machinations, you know. This is uh, of of Adolf Hitler. This is what, this is what tyrants and authoritarians of yesteryear would have loved to have. And of course, with the internet and people, you know, openly sharing their thoughts on record digitally now, uh, it is a it is a brave new world. There is no doubt about it. So you say, well, who cares, Doug Owen? That's China. China's a backwards country in most of the area, and then we're, well, in the the modern industrialized area. It's become an absolute police state. Nothing new there. Well, um, we now have a really detailed report that we put up at blacklistednews.com. Department of Homeland Security plans to use credit scores to judge who may become a citizen. Now, a lot of you might like that idea, you know, and – it, it makes sense before I get into it i, I always look at things both uh, both ways you know you you have a shooter that uh, a mass murderer uh in the u s that somehow obtains guns and people are besides themselves how could he get guns he's on Twitter all day long talking about he wants to kill people and you know most of these uh lone gunmen most of these um very disturbed people that think that Using a gun and killing other human beings is somehow going to right the wrongs in their own lives, or somehow it's morally justified because of their current situation. I mean, yeah, I don't put a lot of credence into trying to find motives in you know for crazy actions by crazy people. You spend a lot of time spinning your wheels. What happened? What websites was he visiting? Did he go to blacklistednews.com? to? Uh, is that what is that what uh, made him crazy and uh, you know uh, move to violence? So I think a lot of that's nonsense. But you can see the people that say, "Hey, you know this guy's obviously crazy and they shouldn't have a gun." So New York State actually has pending legislation, and I, I put that out there because you know it's. It's just the idea of a couple you know, Democrat crackpots, but they want the government to go through your Twitter, to go through your, your Facebook, to go through your Gab or wherever you post your thoughts. And to have a person or an algorithm, a computer, something, determine whether or not you're trustworthy to the state to have a firearm. Now, a lot I mean, I would say a, a huge contingent of people in this country support that now. Yeah, you know, I, I I saw. Um, well, and it's not a huge contingent, but it's definitely uh, those to the left and those in Hollywood and in the media that would love this. And I mean, it makes sense too, to a certain extent. You know, you might want to look into it. It's available information. What is this guy ranting about? Does he want to kill the president? Maybe we shouldn't sell him an AR-15. I think uh, obviously, I, I, I've spoke about this, just ad nauseam, that guns have been around for a long time, and it's only since the 1990s that we have people, usually young men, going into uh, I mean, you know, th- there are other instances, but primarily in the 1990s, we saw this huge upswing of lone shooters, and I think the the big the big event, of course, was Columbine that brought the attention of those that were outcast in society, those that wore black trench coats, those that uh, could not be trusted, those that um, have mental issues, uh, obtaining firearms and shooting people. So, of course, people on the left that don't like guns already, don't understand the culture, don't understand – don't have a need to hunt any longer and don't understand why you would want to uh, or or uh, don't understand the – principle right under the constitution that you have the right to defend yourself we can get into the semantics and you know whether you should be able to buy a 22 long rifle or a hand grenade you know um, <laughs> you know where what's the definition unfortunately the constitution talks about militias and that makes it somewhat convoluted in the time that it was written you, you did have the brits and others that Uh, pondered and tried many times to invade the US and having an armed populace was another good deterrent um, and people had to defend themselves in the countryside from all sorts of things from bears to Indians to the state you name it so there's there's two prevailing ideologies that are um, a division between uh, the right and the left, the Democrats and the Republicans, and in this unfortunate two-party system that we have, um, it, you know, I, I spoke a lot to the the numbers here in Texas. The turnout for people that voted other than the two parties was less than one percent. So it's not a two-party system, but it truly is, and um, you 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 have. The gun in all of these cases being the the issue more guns less crime less violence more opportunity to prevent these crimes getting rid of the gun which I mean anybody that has common sense would say is n- almost impossible um, will solve these issues now you go to London and you look at the fact that just in London you have anywhere from about one to five stabbings per day you can <laughs> you can you can make a machete in your shed in about 10 minutes and it's not hard uh, to make a, a knife well you get rid of the guns and it, it, you still have huge homicide rates some of the highest in the world in a place that's completely disarmed So you know, pointing at the gun, uh, and I know I'm just kind of you know spinning my wheels here, but pointing at the gun as the problem uh, really ignores the solution, and that's why I really have a a lot of contentious feelings about those that have all of these solutions. And if I just wasn't a stupid, uneducated, white, middle-aged, cisgender racist, I could embrace them. It's only because I'm I'm so backwards. I'm so Repressed mentally, that I can't, I can't see the obvious solutions that Beto O'Rourke and Alyssa Milano and see uh, uh, and Jim Acosta all have for me. And um, you know, I'm just one of those people that's got my stick in the mud. Anyway, um, DHS plans to use credit scores to judge who may become a citizen. This is just one of many uh, machinations of this new plan the, the the new homeland security you know I've been bitching about Department of Homeland Security since its inception back in what 2003 anyway it's here it's an institution it's real the US Department of Homeland Security has published new and and there's no Republican or Democrat that says hey maybe we should get rid of the Department of Homeland Security the only question is how much money do you give them how much power so they're their own department i guess they can they can just make new rules. Now they determine, not the immigration, not ICE, not any of these other departments of justice or um, um, you know entities within the government. It's the DHS. So they have all sorts of new roles in uh, expanding their control over U.S. citizens. And guess what? You can't vote them out. There is nobody, nobody. I don't care if you voted for Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton. There's nobody out there that has a chance to be uh, your representative that thinks that we should abolish the Department of Homeland Security like yours truly here. Uh, The U.S. Department of Homeland Security published their proposed rule that that would make people ineligible for U.S. citizenship if their credit scores were poor. Uh, Notionally, the rule change is meant to prevent migrants from becoming burdens on the welfare system – However, the credit reporting bureaus are notoriously inaccurate and arbitrary in the credit scores they assign. If you have a lot of assets but do not borrow money, you will have a much lower credit score rating than if you unwisely enroll in a number of high-cost, high-fee storage cards and pay them off after running up debts on them and paying significant interest to to the banks. To the lenders, what's more, the credit reporting sector is riddled with security holes. Notoriously, Equifax doxed the entire adult population of America by breaching more than 150 million residents' financial data. Integrating credit scores into the immigration process will grant the Bureau, in Corey Doctorow's mind, will grant the Bureau a permanent government contract and funnel tax dollars to them forever despite their routine errors, racial bias, and spurious guilt by Statistical Association. So your credit score is really the most important thing that um, people look at today. You know, if you have a bad credit score, you you might be hard pressed to get a job at Mickey D's. You might it might be hard to become a, a sandwich artist over at Subway. If you don't have a good credit score, so regardless of, and it's just a, a silly metric, you know. A, a lot of countries don't want poor people. Understandably, you don't want a, a burden on the welfare system. You don't want people coming to this country that have nothing. Now, this country was founded on, or founded by people that had very little. Well, maybe not initially. If you were on the. Nina, the Pinta, or the Santa Maria, you're probably pretty well-to-do in those days. But uh, the millions of people that followed were holding very little in their hands, looking for an opportunity. And all they had was a spark in their eye and a willingness to work. Not too far from the people that are getting pepper sprayed and rubber bullets shot in their face just south of the border. And... You know i I think it's it's very easy to have a take on the the illegal immigrants, migrants, refugees that are piling up uh, in Tijuana on the Southern California border. So we'll get into that. Should we be checking their credit scores <laughs> to see if they are? Uh, you know, I don't know it kind of. I think it's kind of silly. I mean, Equifax isn't probably looking at Venezuelan's credit scores. And and do they have credit scores? I don't even know, <laughs> quite honestly. I'm sure they can come up with some some fake number to give you. Nope. You've only got 604. No way. Not coming to America today. Um, and this is, of course, the hot button issue. I think many of you listening to this program probably – are uh, against people walking across the border from God only knows where. We have no idea. I think that you know the hype about there's Syrian terrorists and Iranians and other you know people and the, the group, the caravan. I think a lot of that's just hype and kind of silly. Maybe there are a few. You know, it's it's notable that the United Nations offered. These people, refugee status, they offered it to them. They offered to relocate them at the cost of the U.S. taxpayer and others that are part of the United Nations to take these people somewhere else, somewhere that would probably be a little more welcoming. Now, they didn't want that. The Mexican government offered to provide them asylum while they try to apply for U.S. citizenship, and I get it, you know, hey. <laughs> you've already walked two thousand miles or whatever it is, and you know, waiting for some some bureaucrat to decide whether you get to uh, come across that border is probably pretty pretty looming. I, you know, if you if you already crossed, I don't know how many borders illegally. You know, not that it's probably much contention in places like Honduras and other places. <laughs> you probably just walk across. They don't have a Department of Homeland Security. They get trillions of dollars to uh, allegedly secure the country. But if, if you're willing to go through all of those steps and all of those things and bypass all of those laws, I mean, I get it. You know, I I, I understand and empathize with these people, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I think that we should negate the processes that we have uh, coming into this country. Now, the new processes, I'm already hypercritical of. Um, One of the, the, the fallacies of this show, and I guess my logic in general, is that I am pretty balanced in my approach. I understand that there are issues with people using guns. I just don't think that guns themselves happen to be the root of the issue i understand that there are economic woes in places like venezuela i mean if you you know all these people you know that are coming in the caravan or at least many of them like to burn flags and they hate capitalism and i'm like well that doesn't make any sense to doug owen why because if you hate if you hate capitalism you love socialism you're heading in the wrong direction you need a compass to take you back down south to a country like Venezuela. Now, you know, in that, Venezuelan socialism might work better if they didn't have international sanctions against them and the US CIA and other intelligence agencies in Britain and around the world trying to destroy and unseat their democratically elected uh, allegedly uh, President Nicolas Maduro. So, can you blame all the problems in Venezuela on socialism? I don't think so. I mean socialism itself would probably work. The, pr- the fallacy – the problem is the people running it. You know, they're, they're very rarely pure socialists, and you'll find very few people in our government that are true capitalists. Most are crony um, and, and appreciate the benefits of the state and all of the cash that it extracts and extorts from the citizenry and reinvests in their corporate ventures. So, I think it's interesting. I mean, it's definitely a shift in the the uh, in the consciousness. So many people are just, you know, let's just open the borders and just let as many people come in. There's no I, I hear this all the time. There's no such thing as an illegal person. And I believe that philosophically. Actually, philosophically I believe not that it changes the cost of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, but I believe that most of the lines and borders and states and uh, the creation of those is quite arbitrary. You know, we we have a border <laughs> with Mexico. It's because it's a river. We got tired of fighting and hundreds, thousands of people lost their lives. Uh, and then that became the demarcation between the U.S. and Mexico. So... You know, here in the 21st century, how much is how much of that is still relevant? I don't know. It's for it's for wonks and people that are much smarter than I to debate. But I think it is it is it's only necessary in that you have a welfare system. You have to figure out who you give my money to. Um, you have to figure out who has the ability to work legally. I mean we, we have all sorts of problems in this country when it comes to determining who gets what. And if you believe in socialism, go to Venezuela. See if the citizens are the ones that are in control and determining what they get. I would put to you, find any country that embraces a socialist revolution or has so self-claimed socialists running it. And tell me about the people uh, – uh, tell me about the power of the people and, and what they are getting from the state. Go to Brazil. Tell me what the – how much the people control what the state does. But Doug, how much do the people control what the state does in America? Oh, oh. It's a good point. That's why I don't really worry about socialism versus capitalism because you're not going to find a pure example of either – Shades of gray. <laughs> open markets are not nearly as open as you know these uh, these flag waving simpletons think they are. But um, it is it's worth talking about. I do think it's pretty abhorrent that they're shooting people with rubber bullets and with tear gas. I think it's pretty abhorrent that people would drag their children. And you know all these agencies, George Soros, nobody – I mean were these people oblivious of what they were facing? Did they not get the memo that Donald Trump said that they would, if necessary, use lethal force? I mean are they completely oblivious? And if you're not, what kind of a parent are you, dragging your kids to a war zone? You knew what was ahead of you, and you continued on anyway. So I I mean it doesn't justify – Shooting people that want to climb a fence with anything, with any kind of projectile. I don't condone that. But what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> where do you Where do you go from here? So, I, I, I people are appalled uh, at this. I, I think obvious human rights violation. I think that there's probably better ways you can handle it. But at this point, no one, none of the people trying to help the immigrants coming in this country have really help them very much. They have led them on a path and and paid for it to where they will be shot with rubber bullets and tear gas. So kids getting tear gassed, I I I I hate it. But I would say eighty percent it's my guesstimation, my (laughs) zestimate, is that um a lot of those people turn a blind eye and don't care that the Israelis do it to Palestinians and their children on a daily basis. It's not, it doesn't make news. It doesn't, it doesn't make people cry when Palestinian children get shot. People don't care when the Saudi Arabians are starving in the range of hundreds of thousands of children in Yemen. Uh, the rise of cholera. The embargoes that have led to a humanitarian disaster of just giant proportions. Eh, not so much when in, when when some people come up from and it's it's probably not even so much about that. It's just that they hate Trump. They hate this idea. They they see his him as an authoritarian, and they see the immigrants in their minds as a. Uh, A thumbing of the nose to Trump. And they see these immigrants getting over the fence. The beautiful wall that Donald Trump has created. The beautiful Constantine wire. That's what he said. His words, not mine. Uh, They they see that as a big F you to Donald Trump. And that's why they're encouraging these people to run over the border. Run roughshod over ICE and uh, the people that are trying to protect this country. No matter how silly that may be. Guys, quick break. We will be back on the other side. Don't go anywhere. It's your show. Give us a call 800 313 9443. It's Blacklisted Radio.
2: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
3: Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult.
0: Extendivite, made from garlic, cayenne, bilberry, hawthorn, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle, feeds our body with the nutrients we need to keep healthy. Just listen to what Arthur had to say. I was just telling you, telling you what a great product you have. I had use this about, uh,
2: 10 years ago after I had congestive heart failure. And it fixed me up and got me going for the last 10 years. Lately, really, I've been having hard trouble again, so I'll place another order because this was the only thing that ever worked. And I just wanted to let you know that you have a great product. Thank you very much.
0: Tell us your story. Get Extendabyte today. Call 1 877 928 8822 or visit heartdrop.com.
4: Extend your life with Extendabyte.
1: Uh, there is definitely some enlightenment you can find from the crew, the trolls and others that hang out at blacklistradio.com. Hey, I can hear you, Ken. I don't know if the people on the stream can hear you, but I can hear you. So – but but the prevailing thought is and and the response that I'm getting here, or at least what I'm interpreting, is that people get sick of paying for other people. And when the government – extorts money out of your pocket to pay for other people that need services and cannot provide for themselves and there's many there's many that cannot um, then it, it becomes well who gets it who gets the money and who is deserving of those free government services I mean I can I could tell you how uh, as a middle a middle income American. You know, I don't make six figures, but I make just enough to not get any kind of subsidies. I get just enough money to where I'm really at that borderline where it would probably be better if I only made twenty thousand dollars a year because I could get uh, WIC and SNAP and all these other subsidies for my two boys. I mean, pfft, healthcare. Uh, my 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 <laughs> this year during open enrollment, the insurance United Healthcare for my wife and two kids wanted to up, and this is with a, I know this is kind of personal, but it just kind of puts perspective on it. They, they wanted to charge me $833 per month and to have a $7,500 deductible. So I'd pay $800 a month, 800 plus a month. And then if I have to go to the doctor, if I take my children to the doctor, they're hitting you for a hundred dollar copay and, You know, the and the insurance, you know, rarely covers things you need. Oh no, 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 not that drug. You got to buy some other drug, and you got to go back and get to pay another copay just to go get the doctor to give you another prescription. It's a horrible racket. But if you're poor, you know, things are thrown at you. You need, you need glasses. You need an optometrist free. So a lot of people that you know work hard and try to do the right thing that pay their taxes are really upset justifiably so the real issue isn't so much the immigrants I mean for the left and a lot of those people like I said before I believe seeing those people jump the border and you know burning American flags and telling Trump to suck their whatevers is enthralling to them they they see this as a way to you know show Donald Trump that, all those things that he tried – he's a failure. He didn't secure the border. He didn't, he didn't make America safe. He didn't, he didn't get what he wanted, and that's good. Look at these people jumping in the country. Now the other people like me and a, a lot of you see these people as another damn burden, taking away jobs, taking my dang jobs. Um, but I, I know in the back of my mind, and I think a lot of you do too, that the jobs they're doing, you would not want to do you were doing those jobs you'd do everything you could to try to get a better job now a lot of people think hey you should be able to work at McDonald's your whole life become a career uh, fry guy and and get get health care and, and be able to to afford that I mean I, I would love affordable health care 800 just put your mind around that month that that's just a crazy number that's uh I could I could afford a five series BMW not a lease. I could actually own that thing in five years for that price. It's it's amazing to me. So I understand why people are mad. the The immigrants that are running over the border is just a symptom. People are really upset about all the other issues. Really, what it comes down to is I'm being extorted for money, and I don't like where it's going. You know, I, I, I've been talking about that with the military industrial complex, wars. Uh, wasteful wars now to the tune of 5.9 trillion dollars. That is unauditable, unauditable by the <laughs> the the government. They did their Pentagon audit, and which is just is just freaking laughable. And um, you know, people they wrap a lot of the people that are upset about the the immigrants coming over to the border wrap themselves in the American flag and think, well, that's okay. We need to spend 2.3 million dollars on every Lockheed Martin bomb that we shoot into Syria. They're okay with that, but you give you give free glasses to an illegal immigrant, and all of a sudden it's an issue, so it's just you know, I don't know. I just find that most people are off the mark. That's the only reason I feel like doing this show is hopefully giving a little perspective to both sides because I understand where you're at. Shooting women and children with rubber bullets doesn't seem like a very American thing to do. It doesn't seem like the best response. It seems pretty cruel and harsh. But the other people that encourage it and want – I mean they almost want it to happen because they're like, oh, look – Look at this, another case in point where Donald Trump is a dictator a hole. He's shooting the children. Look at that. They want it to happen because they want the they want the, the, the press. They want this to happen. And uh, these people are just cannon fodder for other agendas that they have. Um let's see where do we go from there? Hmm. I had a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk about in the freaking show tonight, but unfortunately, my laptop, techn- damn you Bill Gates, has uh, has failed me. Uh, la, 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 la 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 la. Oh, here we go. Chinese-style digital dystopia isn't as far away as you think. This came out of Buzzfeed, which is pretty progressive. I hate that. Most of the liberals and crying people that are more offended, they're more offended by me using the wrong gender pronoun than they are about the starving children that uh, they are financing the deaths of. I don't know. Mis- misappropriation of anger is probably the best way to put it. China's Chinese journalist – Lou Hu always knew he'd have trouble with the authorities. He'd been exposing corruption and wrongdoing for years. He was used to being hassled with regular fines and forced apologies imposed by his authoritarian government. That's right. It's not just, you know, they boot you off of Twitter and de-platform you. You've got to apologize or they'll put you in a gulag. One day in 2017, Hugh logged on to a travel site but couldn't book a flight because the site said he was not qualified. Soon he discovered he was blocked from buying property using the high-speed train network and getting loans. And there was nothing he could do about it. His rights to essential goods and services were now circumscribed through an algorithm designed to discriminate against the 7.5 million people in China's dishonest person subject to enforcement list it's not far away people it's 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 already there don't think that jack dorsey and the the twitter pipeline isn't creating a profile for you and me and you know not to not to scare you not to try to dissuade you from being outspoken because at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't know what I can take from planet Earth other than um, knowing that I didn't sell out, that that I at least spoke truth to power. I don't know how effective it is, but it's the one thing that I just I, – I, I think it's truly American. I mean that's one of the great things about this country. People like me and you were raised in – A society where we believe that it is your absolutely right, absolute right. It's the first amendment to the Constitution that you should be able to talk crap. Welcome to the Chinese social credit score system. We've talked about this before, but I I don't think people really realize the impact and how this is going to affect people globally. The Chinese government's just more open about their plans. They're more open about their, their reasoning and they defend it. You, know, you got a lot of bureaucrats that hide behind red tape. Oh, but well, we have to do, do, do. Not, not in China. They'll tell you. They'll tell you straight to your face. Not only that, they'll just if they don't like you, if you're a I mean, Jim Acosta, here's a good here's a good example. Jim Acosta, he he got booted from the White House press briefing, which is Far from even useful uh, in that, you you know, you ask Donald Trump a question. He's, you know, he, he is coached by tens, if not hundreds of people on how to not answer it, honestly, how to redirect these questions. Um, and so the fruit of these White House briefings is pretty minimal. Have you heard any did you have you ever heard a white house briefing that just blew your mind? Did you ever get any real big news from something that the president said? No. Most of it's stage theater and most of it is irrelevant junk. Well, Jim Acosta, he he said, "Well, I'm going to challenge you, President Trump, and I'm going to tell you that these these people are not invaders. They are not invaders, they are migrants looking for better opportunity." You can pick your term and he, it, it, as i said he was more upset about the term the 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 term invader that really offended him okay that that seems like people are just running over the border i don't know what an invader what the difference between an illegal immigrant crossing the border and somebody invading the border we're really into semantics okay so that's what he wanted to debate trump on just shows you how how intellectually bankrupt you know, the the star reporter for CNN is. But nonetheless, I mean, I could go on and on for hours about how dumb these questions are. But Donald Trump said, you know, you're not invited to my press briefing. And he's not even obligated by anything to do a press briefing. I don't think that there's any rights. And I, I don't know that CNN or any other news agency has some <laughs> right to – to ask the president questions, and better yet, you can bring Jim Acosta in. I don't think that he's obligated to say anything. I don't think that he's obligated to take your question. I think he can pick and choose whoever's questions he wants to. But people were really upset about this. It was a big deal, and the only reason I bring it up is it just shows you it's a it's a case in point in how silly, just silly uh, this whole you know charade has been. Well, anyway, a judge said, no, 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 no. You've got to let Jim Acosta in because CNN is real news. Unlike what Donald Trump says about CNN, you can make your own determination on how (laughs) valid and verifiable the stories they put out there are. But I would say 95% of news is not news, it's opinions. CNN's opinion, it's Anderson Cooper's opinion. Jim Acosta said, Well, you know, you're wrong, Donald Trump. They're not invaders. It's your opinion, and that's all it is. It's great. Everybody has one. Dumb people get to vote too. So um, anyway, so this judge says, you've got to let him into the the press briefing. (laughs) You've got to do this. Why? Because, I don't know, it's just a way to show Donald Trump that he's not in control. The the, the judges and the the, the CNN and all these other agencies that have – Tried their best to seem legitimate and valid to the people, and did a pretty good job of it. I mean, people—there's a lot of people that go to cnn.com looking for news. I don't know if they find it. I doubt it. But I just—I I thought this was just hilarious in that he's not asking a question. He didn't even ask a question. He just made a statement and said he was going to challenge the. Pro- I'm going to challenge you. Okay. Well, when they used to have duels in the the the, the White House lawn. I think that's how, uh, and uh, Hamilton uh, ended up with some lead in his his body until his death. People duelled. This duel, and it's just a way to grandstand. I stood up to Donald Trump. Oh, look at me! I am so I'm so brave and grandiose. I told the. The president to his face that he was wrong look at me and that's all it is i mean it's just it's a lot of egos and it's a popularity show and it's just people i mean you know donald trump took a lot of heat for i guess telling some black reporter or several black reporters that their questions were stupid and racist he didn't kick them out he kicked the white jewish guy out of the out of there so anyway i guess jim acosta will be back He's not a journalist by any stretch. He is at best, at best, a news reader. I mean, I could do it. BuzzFeed News. Welcome to the Chinese social credit. I can read news, and I'm just not pretty enough. I understand the limitations <laughs> for me to be an anchor on a news station. Wouldn't want to be. But, um, yeah, it, it just shows. And people were outraged oh this is horrible and the media of course because they hate Donald Trump and they see Jim Acosta as one of their own made it a huge story it was a big nothing cheese burger because okay you somebody said some judge says you have to let this guy in well why why don't they have to let Doug Owen in why is Jim Acosta more credited than me Oh, well, that leads us to where it's all going, and that is where you will have state-sanctioned news. And you know, I, I, unfortunately, I think Donald Trump is kind of paving the way for that. Now, you know, a lot of people uh, on the left side of the aisle would think, oh, that's so horrible. That's authoritarian. But if it was a Democrat president that had that kind of control, they would – Embe- or they would just relish it and they would embrace it wholeheartedly. That's the thing. I mean, the American people gave so much power to Obama because they thought he was benevolent and they liked they liked him. You know, it's it's okay for the president if you like him to have dictatorship type powers because you trust him. He's a good guy. It's Obama. He would never use this against me because I voted Democrat, they love me. I've got a donkey sticker on my shirt. Well, Donald Trump comes into the office. That's the big problem. Now you've given all the power to the next guy. The next guy can use that any which way he wants, and and you know there's a pendulum swinging back and forth in this country, and and I imagine that if Donald Trump doesn't win the 2020 election, that you'll have a Democrat, and if he and if he does win the 2020 presidential election. In 2024, you'll have a Democrat, and it'll and all the powers and all the things that people want to bestow and give to the executive branch will be the tools of the next guy to uh, institute his rule. So, careful, careful how much power you put into the executive branch. A lot of people want them to have more power. We could just give the government more power. They could. Fix everything. If you believe that, turn your radio, turn your phone, your your internet connection off and stop listening to this program right now. It will, it will destroy any semblance of sanity for you. Quick break. Back on the other side. The reviews for
0: Extendivite are amazing. Here are some from Amazon. By Christine. Great for heart palpitations. By Anne. Before I started using this product, every afternoon, my ankles and my hands would be swollen. That doesn't happen anymore. So if that part of their advertising is true, I have to assume that the rest of it is also. Not to mention that when I had my yearly blood test, only a few weeks after beginning to use this product, my cholesterol had dropped over 30 points. I'm going to continue to take it. By Croc, I love this product. It really works. By Brad. Works great. Thank you. Tell us your story. Get your Extendivite today. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit heartdrop.com. Extend
3: your life with
1: ExtendoVite.
2: Attention RBN listeners. Dr. Ignatius Piazza, founder of Front Sight Firearms Training and fate have come together to allow RBN to run another fundraiser till the end of the year. We didn't really expect this opportunity, but thankfully, it's here and running as you hear this. We've set a goal of 500 donations by the end of the year, which averages around six per day, seven days a week. When you realize all the folks listening to RBN all hours of the day and night, we think our goal is realistic and extremely critical to keep RBN on the air. If everybody listening will seriously assess their ability with firearms and then take advantage of this opportunity, we feel our goal is very conservative. Please take the time to look over Front Sight's website to get an idea of an amazing facility and the world-class training that's going on there. If this interests you, you likely will have like-minded friends that would like to know. Tell them. If for some reason some listeners are not personally interested, consider sons and daughters, close friends, nieces or nephews, top-valued employees, inform club members, share the opportunity with police and fire departments. It's not too early to plan Christmas presents for special people. This fundraiser has come in an extremely critical time for RBM because the dire need for equipment upgrades. We're running on the spare tire currently with no money to fix a flat and the fuel gauge is bouncing on E. This is one of the most valuable ways you can help RBN financially because you get commander lifetime membership value that is 50 times your donation and can be passed on forever. How many times during life do you get to leave a legacy? See more details and contact info on our webpage, Republic Broadcasting. Org, and thank you
1: I know once again i'm just ranting about stupid people stupid solutions stupid ideas this should probably be the name of this show Doug rants about eh, not bright people looking at simple they want simple answers and Unfortunately, things are not always as cut and dry as you would like them to be. Sometimes, you know, I hear all the time, if we just got rid of lobbyists, dogged, then the government would be more altruistic. Well, <laughs> or term limits. So if you, get, you know, the congressman could only be a congressman or senator could only be a senator for 4 years, I mean, it, they might be better because they, they couldn't get their, you know, uh, couldn't br- create the the web of, of influence with all the lobbyists and all of the money and all of that. But, you know, if you're only going to be there for four years, why don't you go for gusto? I mean, why don't you just rob as much as you can while you're there? Everything that the law would allow. So just getting rid of lobbyists or giving people uh, in, in government terms um, wouldn't necessarily make it better. It could make it worse not saying it will i'm just saying that you have to you kind of have to to look at that just you know this one simple solution get rid of lobbyists make it illegal wouldn't necessarily make the government and people in government you know make better decisions and better laws that uh, are more more fair and just this is the big story that's uh, going to take shape this week ukraine set to declare war on russia this is from antiwar.com. Jason Ditz does a great job over there. Tensions between Russia and Ukraine are once again soaring after this weekend, with reports that Russia has seized three Ukrainian Navy vessels uh, off the coast of the Crimean Peninsula. Crimea is the de facto is de facto under Russian control, but Ukraine considers it part of their territory. Earlier in the day, Ukraine accused Russian ships of ramming their tugboat in the Sea of Azov and open fire on gunships injuring two. Russia claims that the Ukrainian ships were illegally in Russian waters at the time and that the sea was closed for security reasons. Kind of interesting though. You know, who gets to determine that the sea is closed? I mean that's that's I mean, it's it's debatable, you know? Can the can the US government just say, Hey, the Atlantic's closed, you can't come in for security reasons? I don't know. But The Russians think that they can do that, and then I guess they can. Ukraine, which has been talking up war with Russia for years, is quickly escalating with the National Security and Defense Council planning at midnight, a midnight session tonight, at which they intend to declare war on Russia and will urge Parliament to impose martial law across Ukraine, a vote which will happen Monday. With this declaration of war, it would mean that... Uh, What it would mean, rather, remains to be seen. Yeah, what is the declaration? We're at war. Okay, okay, U.S., we need money. Wars are profitable, just ask the Rothschilds, but you got to run a tab. They're not cheap by any stretch. Now, I'm sure Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, Boeing, uh, all of the the guys at Spa War would love this. I promise you tomorrow when the markets open – you're going to see all of those defense stocks going up because whenever there's tension anywhere, the solution, once again, is guns. Now, guns aren't a solution for freedom in this country, but they fix all the problems of the rest of the world. Government doesn't want you to use guns, but when they have a problem, what are they grabbing? Bigger guns. Kind of funny how that works. So this will be a pretty interesting development that will take shape this week. We'll talk about it next weekend. That's my time, guys. Um, I appreciate you letting me bloodlet here for this hour. I uh, appreciate you, Ken, for producing this show. As always, support RBN. Support the people that bring you honest analysis. It's rare in this culture. Guys, thank you so much. I'll be back next weekend for another live edition of Blacklist and News. Until then, take care.
2: This is too good to be true, except this time it is real, 100%, no joke. How about a $25,000 membership to Front Sight Firearms Training Facility as a thank-you bonus for a one-time donation to RBN of only $400? It is a Commander Lifetime membership with no yearly fees or dues. The training is free for the rest of your life with over 50 different classes then leave it to your designated beneficiary. You provide the approved firearm, holster, ammo, eye, and ear protection. Many features and bonuses are included, more than you would ever expect or believe. This is the ultimate graduation present, wedding gift, etc., etc. See the details. Go to RBN's webpage and Frontsite.com to make it happen.